sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Why do we do what we do at Mass? How can we do it better? And what does it matter? That's the conversation that we're going to continue today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that we love listening to feedback. So if you have a question about today's episode or if you have an idea for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email. And the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I'm joined in studio once again by Renee Kranz. How are you doing, Renee? I'm doing good. It's Friday as we're recording this. So, speak so for yourself. It's day. my Thursday. So, it's, yeah, the, it's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> we're going with that. <clears throat> All right. We're going with that. So, Renee, it's been a few weeks. It's been over a month, actually, since. Um, has it? We, it has, like early December. Oh, my. Since we did this episode. So, for those of you who maybe you, um, uh, haven't heard some of these prior episodes in this series, we're doing uh, now a, sort of an occasional series, or it's a series with occasionally recorded episodes right. <laughs> um, on the Mass. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a sauntering, meandering stroll. You might be the even mass. dragging your feet through Mass. <laughs> <laughs> So I think this is roughly episode seven or eight. I don't think it's nine yet, but at least seven, maybe eight. Um, and we're just to the sign of the cross. So if you haven't heard anything so far, we've... Uh, and if you're wondering how that's possible, you must go back and listen to the other to episodes. You'll so, be like, well, this is possible. It is possible. And, you know, we, we kind of joke about, like, uh, before we started recording, uh, our... Mr. Seeley was... W- mocking... <laughs> The pace at which these episodes are coming. Uh, (laughs) um, But there really is. So we're taking our time because there's so much there. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like an M&M and... uh, I don't know where this is going. uh, No, 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 no. It's like a fast food cheeseburger and um, an eight ounce... Bacon wrapped filet mignon. Okay, like, like a like a sorry McDonald's, but like a McDonald's you, cheeseburger. You went, you, went, said you specified. I didn't specify. <laughs> like one, you're just gonna blah, 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 right? you're gonna be like Cookie Monster, blah, 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 eating it the, in the car. The, yeah. the other, you savor because mm-hmm. it's rich, it's delicious. The mass is like the filet mignon. What so is the we, cheeseburger? Like regular life? No, no, uh, no, no. Sorry. So, because the mass is not a cheeseburger, okay. it's a fillet. Okay. You got to take your time. You got to yeah. savor it. True. Not only so. No. Another, Stop being in such a rush. Another, another. <laughs> it's it's like uh, <clears throat> Mad Dog Twenty Twenty versus a fine Cabernet. I don't know what Mad Dog Twenty Twenty is. So, <laughs> Bill, do you know what Mad Dog Twenty Twenty is? It's a super cheap wine, like a super cheap okay. wine. Why don't you super. just say like, like, what is that? Boon, boons there. Boons. There. Right, everybody boons. knows what that is. Well, I thought everybody knew what Mad Dog 2020 is. <laughs> and boons right here. Boons versus a, a really like aged Cabernet, right? Not only do you savor it, but even like before you sample it, like the, the cab or whatever fine wine you like, um, and you can do this with every beer, whatever, um, like you, you can study it, right? Mm-hmm. You can you can appreciate it before you even taste it. So that's why this we're not obviously we're not quote unquote doing the mess. We're not praying the mess in this series. But this is like 
swirling the wine around and <laughs> sniffing it and whatever those people do. Taking many hours to drink it, apparently. <laughs> we're not, but okay, we're not doing it. This is to, so that you can, so seriously, so that your celebration of the Mass is more fruitful and more meaningful. Right. That's why we're taking it down. Because, Renee, as you know, you can't love... What you don't know. What you don't. That should be our, like... That right there? You can't I love, love it. what you don't know. Just like I that. I love too. it. All right. This is basically what ignition is, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, picking up where we left off, okay. the side of the cross. I have no idea where we even left off. I know. So, I had to go oh, back. Uh-oh. We got to. I know. We got to. Uh, so we do have, in case you're, uh, well, if you're not watching, if you're watching the video, you're going to, you're going to. Okay. There. Um, Renee was the winner in a contest for, the for the chinny chin chin for the Catholic views Christmas special, uh, she and she won um, a Lego mask kit. So it's, it's we so have awesome. here on for those of you who are watching on video a priest with the appropriate green vestments. Mm-hmm. Don't know what exactly vestment this Father is. Father Leopold but, uh, and and the presider's chair, mm-hmm. and he's standing because he stands at the presider's chair to uh, once he's reverenced the altar, he's come in with the other ministers, mm-hmm. reverenced the altar, kissed the altar. We've explained that why in previous episodes. Do you remember why? I honestly don't remember that episode uh, at all. I don't <laughs> know why. Sure we did it? What do you remember? I don't know. It's over a month ago. Uh, and now he's at the altar and he just said in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, and then we talk about making the sign of the cross. But for those of those listeners who, unlike Renee, have been waiting, there was a cliffhanger at the end of that last episode. Okay. I talked about, so we talk about how we make the sign of the cross. The ancient, in the, in the, in the ancient, ancient, ancient church, the beginning. Oh, yes. Well, um, yeah. they, they just, they traced the, the sign of the cross. So the idea of, of physically doing a gesture, it started with just tracing the sign of the cross in the forehead. We have evidence from the early century. That we do. And then over time, it became um, a bigger the, the, the gesture we have now forehead, shoulder, uh, forehead, chest, shoulder, shoulder. But there are some Christians, Renee, who make the sign of the cross differently than you are, and I are, are, are accustomed to do it. Do you have any idea what I'm talking well, about? Well, I have one idea, but I don't think it's the one you're talking about. It's probably the one I'm thinking of is when they make the sign of the cross and then like kiss, kiss their, the their, okay yes. oh, that's a, that's so one that's, that, that's one but there's probably another one where they're doing it maybe on each okay. across on each that, that spot? so that, so yeah that's great so there's there's ways where we can quote unquote customize <laughs> how we this do the sign, of the, sign cross. of the cross so it's a common thing for people <laughs> and you see this especially in Hispanic cultures or people who have spent time in Hispanic cultures where after they make the sign of the cross they'll make a little cross. With okay. their so like just a t, more like a like tea, a, okay. a towel, um, and they'll kiss that. Okay, so just another way to kiss the the cross that way. And yeah, some you could make, right? And I'll do that sometimes with holy water myself. Sure. Um, some people will end with a little making a little oh, cross over the heart. the heart. I'll do that, but that actually gets to uh, a formal way in which um, some other Christians make the sign of the cross differently. So the Eastern tradition, so Eastern Catholic and Eastern Orthodox which they also celebrate. They call it the Divine Liturgy, but mm-hmm. it's the Mass. Um, but they make the sign of the cross, forehead, chest, they go the right opposite. shoulder, left shoulder. Be- that way they're ending over their heart. Over their heart. Oh, okay. So that's my understanding of why they do it that way. Okay. Um, do you think that the uh, early, early Christians did just on their forehead because they were being persecuted and they maybe... Maybe didn't want to make a 
giant spectacle of doing oh, that. So. <laughs> may, that might be, that might be, but I think it was even after persecutions ended that we saw the evolution of it later. So I, okay. I think the reason why on the forehead, because you read all the time in scripture about um, different signs being on the forehead. So I sure. think it probably just made sense. If we're going to do a sign, Sure. where would we do that on our body? Well, on our forehead. Mm-hmm. That probably makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Okay. So um, now, it should also mention just in passing that there are definitely, so Protestant Christians typically like sort of see the sign of Christ. Oh, that's a Catholic thing that we don't do, but that's not that's, universally that's so true, funny. but that's not universally right. true. So I definitely know, uh, well, Anglicans, certainly some Anglicans, um, and, and some Lutherans as well. And there might be others that I'm not familiar with, but those who tend to do more of a quote unquote high liturgy where their, their worship service, um, is, is a bit more formal and a bit more like our mass. Right. So definitely some Lutheran churches. Hmm, I didn't um, know that. Well, so I, I know, I know uh, of, of Lutherans who make the sign of the cross. Hmm. Um, I think other Lutherans <laughs> would be very surprised by that. <laughs> they might be, they might be. So, so yeah, certainly it's usually Catholics and then um, Orthodox who make the sign of the cross. Mm-hmm. But just because you see the sign of the cross uh, made by somebody doesn't guarantee that they're Catholic right. or Orthodox. They right. could, they could be. Protestant. And, and a lot of people, frankly, I have seen people use the sign of the cross and they're not Catholic at all. They yep. just, it's like some, some outward sign that they're Christian. I've seen right. that in, in sports sometimes yep. on, maybe those people are yep. Catholic, but sometimes I'm like, are you really, right, or are right. you just like and I think so. adopting? Right. <laughs> I think sometimes Which is just fine. a matter of superstition there too. Yes. I have to make the sign of the cross before I kick the football or it won't go in. Right. Or before I swing the bat, especially for baseball players in particular. Oh, I I don't watch baseball, so I wouldn't know that. Okay. So that's the sign of the cross. Um, And again, we touched on this briefly, but there are the three optional... uh, We talked about this in the last episode. The the prayers of the mass are fixed um, because it's the formal prayer of the right. church, but the church does, in some instances, like the greeting, allow so, for some variety. So there are those three possible options. Um, so after in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. And then the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Or grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Or the Lord be with you and with your spirit. So those are the three different options. Uh, and and that's just done so that the presider, the priest, or the bishop, uh, pope, who's leading the mass, can he has some options for how he wants right, to begin. Right. Um, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit, to be with all of you. That definitely a lot. What we what you see in Scripture, and this is worth um, emphasizing. Scripture and mass, or the mass and scripture. So I said what you see in scripture. I meant to say what you see in the mass, oftentimes, not only do we hear explicitly from the Bible, the readings, but much of many of the prayers of the mass uh, are drawn from scripture, even mm-hmm. either direct mm-hmm. quotes or or close quotes, like right. paraphrases right. of what's said. So the first option for the greeting, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of, be with you all. Um, it's gotta is, be from like a letter from Paul or something. Bing, ding, 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 ding. Where is my, where are my <laughs> We need sound to move effects? that screen back over here. I need uh, some buzzers <laughs> and things. <laughs> yeah, it is from one of Paul's letters. Um, Father Peter Stravinskis back in the nineties wrote a book, the, the the Catholic Church or the the Mass in the Bible or the Catholic Church in the Bible, the, the Mass and Sacred Scripture. I can't remember the exact title. Father Peter Stravinskis, 
um, wrote a book, I think our Sunday visitor published it, where he went through the mass and and showed where um, showed where things like this, where are. those either quotes or paraphrases of scripture make their way into the mass. I think a lot of Protestants would be very surprised, surprised by, by that. that. <laughs> right, right. So the mass is full yeah. of Scott of Hahn scripture. certainly was. was it Scott Hahn or was it um oh, oh there's a couple of them that that are big ones that have come over from the other side. The big, <laughs> that big wow. <laughs> that have crossed the crossing the Tiber. Who was that? Steve Ray. Steve Ray. Yeah. Uh both of them I think were had said they were surprised by how much of the mass is straight out of scripture. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. For sure. So we have these three greetings, um, usually uh, from scripture in in one way, shape, or form, like, like most of the mass, actually. Uh, and then our response, of course, is always. Amen. <laughs> you have to say it. Like, if you don't I say know, it, totally. I can't remember. I'm with you. I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> the Lord be with you. Oh, yeah. And also with you. She knew that on purpose. If you did, if you're if you're not watching, there's a little wink, a there's playful a, little well, half wink there. Seriously, every time I hear that, the first thing that comes to my head is, and also with you. Yeah, you can't spend that many years saying you that. You spent how many without, years without it? Yeah, eight hundred. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can't spend that many years without it popping in your head so, first. Uh, just over eleven years ago now. Yeah, it was eleven years ago. Back at the beginning of December, late November, mm-hmm. the first Sunday of Advent, 2011, mm-hmm. that we implemented the new... Now, I, I, I don't know about you, but our parish, we sort of were practicing leading up to that first Sunday of Advent. Um, so, But we switched from the, uh, the, the first translation of the Mass to this new... So... Let's talk about that Ooh, okay. a little bit, but we're going to do that in just a moment. If you're just tuning in, <laughs> welcome to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Berg. Well, talking today with Renee Kranz um, about the Mass. This is a, a, a deep dive into the Mass. So it's a, it's a, what did I say at the beginning? It's a many-numbered it, series. It's How about an occasionally that? <laughs> recorded multi-part series yes. on the Mass. Uh, and we're just at the very beginning of, of the proper part of the Mass, that is the sign of the cross and the greeting that the priests make. Um, so so should yeah. I say what you actually say when they say, the Lord be with you and with your spirit, not and also with you? I don't think we oh, said that. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. But yes, for you and I, for most of our lives, we said, and, and also with you. And many Catholics for most of their lives. Well, right, right. Yeah. Um, but now, for the last 10 years, we've been saying, and with your spirit. So what's the deal? Why did they change the words? I've been praying this for... So this translation was implemented. Uh, or the Mass, we started saying the Mass in the local language in Advent of 69, I think. Um, oh, I thought it was earlier than that. No. 69 only. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe right 68, before, but I'm pretty sure it was, years before 69. I was born. Yeah. So for both of us, our entire lives until 2011, we said, so here and, and also with you, mm-hmm. why did they change it? So the mass for centuries has been said in Latin. Right. There have been, of course, um, there, there. Of course, people may not know this. There were um, people had missiles. You, you got a missile that would typically have the Latin. So you go to mass and you'd have your missile. Um, many people did. Not everybody. You didn't have to, but it had on on one side the Latin that the priest was saying and your responses, mm-hmm. and the right side it had the, an English translation, oh, okay. not an official English translation, but an English translation. So you knew the, what the heck so was you going could, on. <laughs> especially if you were new to yeah. Catholicism. Yeah, but you could so you could know what was being said mm-hmm. um, exactly. Now, of course, Catholics. I should just say this. Um, so 
take our country. Obviously, English has been the the language in the United States pretty much from the beginning mm-hmm. with a variety. I mean, obviously, Spanish, German was almost the official language of the United States of America, et cetera, et cetera. Good thing you know so much German. Yeah, that's <laughs> interesting. Um, so, but throughout that time, the mass was said in Latin. Right. Uh, but people had a rough idea of what was going on. Right. So I think for people today looking back, like, what the heck? Why? But you have, just like when you travel to other countries mm-hmm. now, when I first went to study in Italy, you know, I, I didn't know. I mean, I, I, I'd taken some Italian, but I really didn't know Italian. So they, they say it in Italian, not Latin. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I speak English. I grew up speaking English. I studied German, not Italian, and some Spanish, but not Italian. So I go to Rome for grad studies, and, and I go to Mass. And yeah, in in at the Vatican, it might on the the, the masses with the Pope, it'll be in Latin. But even at St. Peter's, the daily masses would often be. I think be they'd be in Italian. But the other the other parish churches in Rome, it'd be in Italian. Sure. Um, and I didn't know Italian, but I knew what was going on mm-hmm. because I'm familiar with the Mass. Yep. Um, and so you just pick. And that was how it was for Catholics for centuries. The homily uh, can be a little tricky in that kind of situation. Oh yeah, for sure. That's where I had to like. <laughs> so you're like, I don't know. I, yeah, I have no I, idea what's happening yeah, right, right now. Right, right. <laughs> I thought you meant like I thought you meant like the homily is being said in Latin. I'm like, no, priest didn't in, say it if in you, Latin because we stumbled into a Spanish mass one time and we're like, well, we know what's happening during mass, but the homily was impossible. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. So the so. Um, it had been said in Latin, there was no official translation from Latin to local languages until after Vatican II. Sure. Uh, and so it was to it, it was a pretty quick, it was a rush translation. Oh, sure. Okay. And But there was a record, okay, we're just going to, we have to get something out. We have to make this change. Um, so we're going to do a rush translation and then we'll just tweak it later. <laughs> well... Later, forty years later, forty years, <laughs> almost. Uh, well, it probably was about forty years, uh, thirty some, because it so, took them a few years to get the translation ready, the new translation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, so it it took just longer, but it is the church so longer than I think some people at least, <laughs> probably many people anticipated to have the new translation. So the the the, the New translation of the mass. So the new translation of the mass is simply a more accurate translation yeah. of what the Latin says. Right. And you want an accurate translation right. because Latin is the official language. So our local translation should, excuse me, should as much as possible yeah. mirror the Latin. So we should we should have just not called it the new translation. We should have called it the closer translation. The be- yeah, 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 the closer, and that's that's a better word than better. Actually, yeah. it's a closer translation. Yeah. Not the, the, the not the first one was awful. It wasn't. It no. was a it was a real translation, but this is just a better translation, right. uh, or a closer translation, as you said. So here, and with your spirit, or also with you. Well, the Latin there is et cum spiritu tuo, et and cum with. Spiritu tuo, spirit your. So mm-hmm. Latin, they can you can right. play with word right. order. So and with your spirit, or and with spirit yours is the literal Latin. Right. So the best translation of that into English, the most accurate translation would be simply to switch spirit right. and right. your and with your spirit. Mm-hmm. So that's why for over ten years now we've been praying and with your spirit instead of mm-hmm. and also with you. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's a phrase from the Bible somewhere. Oh, yeah. 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 Again, these are in Father Strinskis's book. Yeah. Um, I'd have to get that book. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe we'll 
uh, might have to bring that the next show notes or the description in YouTube. I think that's going to be your responsibility, not Uh, Bill's. He's over there like, I don't know how to spell that guy's name. I'm I'm not on social media. Oh yeah. I'll I'll give Give it to him. Yeah. All right. Any questions about the translation? Besides no. that, that's mm-hmm. a, so there are, we'll mention along the way, of course, but people, Catholics, you're familiar with the changes or maybe not. I mean, if you were born since, or not long before 2011, this has been the translation yep. you're used to. So if you're FYI, 10 or younger. It used to be different. Yeah. <laughs> um, even an early teenager wouldn't remember. That's, not, that's probably true. So I want to go back though to the, 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 the three optional greetings. So Renee, once more, I want, I'm going to read them and I just want to know now, my question for you to ponder is, what do these greetings convey? Because okay. Father doesn't get up there and say, in the name of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hey, everybody, how you doing? And then we dive in. Now, priests will oftentimes- Some do. No, no, but, <laughs> well, some do that usually before the sign of the cross. Uh, okay. That sort of thing can happen, but there's always also- one of these three options right. said the right. priest doesn't give the informal greeting instead of he does it in addition to the prescribed mm-hmm. right. greeting. Right. Okay. Absolutely. So there's something about this that's there. What's it's there for a reason. <laughs> it's there for a reason. There's something about why it's there. Okay. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy spirit be with all of you or grace to you and peace from God, our father or the Lord be with you. What do they all convey? Uh, that, well, that God is with us or that they pray he is with us. The priest prays he is with yeah, us. Yeah, so basically it's may the grace, yeah. the love, the communion, the Lord himself be with you. Right. The Lord be with you. May the Lord be with you. I desire that the Lord would be with you. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, we made the sign of the cross after everything else that we've already talked about, procession and everything, preparing. Right. Um, now we're actually into the formal prayers of the mass. And it begins, obviously, of course, by ref- uh, referencing God. And the priest says to the congregation, the presider, priest or bishop, says to the congregation, basically, may God and his gifts be mm-hmm. with you. And we reply, and with your spirit. Mm-hmm. So also with you. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just a it's just a more religious-y way of saying and also with you. Right. But kind of. well, it's a more scriptural it's, way yes, of it is. saying. Yes. It. Thank you. Right, right. That's better than religious. Religious y. That's a I don't think that's so a journalist major. Uh so we're starting off like this we're everything that we're doing in this is within God. Mm-hmm. Um, he is here present among us or we're inviting him to be, pre- well, he is present among us and we are desiring to be aware of his presence and, and, and we're being invited to go deeper into him as we offer this holy sacrifice celebration prayer of the mass. Right. Right. The word invoking came to my mind, but that would be actually, well, you're not invoking God to come here. We're not like, no. Yeah. Because that yeah. might be a little heretical, perhaps. Uh, right. We're not. Yeah. We're not invoking, but we are. Yeah. We're. We're. In, we're um, again, the Lord be with you. Yeah. May He be with you. Right. So that's the greeting. Do you remember, Renee? What's the next? What happens next? What's the next part of the mass? And every mass has this well, the, daily Sunday, Christmas. The Easter. next part of the mass is the penitential rite. Right. Also for. 
uh, 10 years called something slightly different. Oh. The penitent- yeah, this, is, this is a more subtle difference. The Penitential Act. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because the right kind of that. like, that's a better, because the whole thing is kind of a, a right sure. in a sense. Um, we should talk about right sometime, but not right. Yeah, we should. R-I-T-E, but another time. So it's the Penitential Act. So what's going on here? What, what, are, we, what are we doing? Well, what's the penitential act about? We're remembering our sins, bringing them to God and having them having venial sin forgiven at that point. So the, 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 um, and remembering that we sin against the people around us, the words, the, the, the invitation, the directive, whatever, it's not a prayer. What the priest says to us as brethren or brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate mm-hmm. the sacred mysteries let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries in order to celebrate the sacred mysteries in order to worship God in this greatest way we possibly can this side of heaven. We start by acknowledging our sins. Mm-hmm. So we see this throughout the Bible. I believe in one of the first episodes, we talked about sort of the, the scriptural roots, the biblical roots of the Bible, mm-hmm. including the, um, my Minnesotan really came out there. Did you hear that? I said roots. It was a ooh. Um, snow, <laughs> roots. Uh, Minnesotan came out? Oh, yeah. Or is that? So, <laughs> that was a North Dakota, oh, wasn't it? You betcha. Uh, the, but we looked at the Old Testament roots as well. And so the, the big one that's coming to my mind is when Moses gathered the people of Israel at, at Mount Sinai. Mm. And they have this event, which definitely anticipates the mass. You see the structure where there's fat. They prepare by fasting. Um they repent of their sins. They mm-hmm. give glory to God. The words of the the Ten Commandment is proclaimed, and then a sacrifice is offered. So wow. again, I'm pretty sure we already touched on that um, in one of the first episodes of this series. But you see, <laughs> I totally don't remember that. But you know that because that a, seems like new information to me. Well, yeah. I'm a, I'm a chalkboard. So some people did, haven't yet listened. So FYI, folks, if you have listened, Spoiler. Uh, or if you have forgotten, like Kranz here, uh, I'm pretty sure we, we we touched on that. But we see the structure. Of our, our, so that's because the structure of the mass flows out of the structure of the Jewish forms of worship. Mm-hmm. They're already the mass was not invented. Right. We, t- we have definitely talked about right. That before. Yes. Yes. It's given to us by Jesus. Uh, out of but out of the Jewish context, mm-hmm. okay. So at Mount Sinai, they fasted. We're supposed to fast. I don't think we mass. talked about that. Yes, we did. Okay, all right. <laughs> Testing sure, sure me now. Did, did we talk about that? <laughs> and yes. then, but you start by acknowledging our sins, repenting of our sins, and and we're we're going to continue this conversation, the penitential act, uh, next time. We acknowledge our sins. We repent of our sins so that we can more worthily and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. We acknowledge our sins. We look at ourselves, not to beat us up, mm-hmm. but Lord, I'm a sinner. Mm-hmm. I, I want to give you glory and praise. I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to praise you. I'm going to thank you for the abundance of the gifts that you've given to me and to us. Um, I'm going to receive you in the word and in the sacrament, offer the sacrifice with your son, his sacrifice. Um, But I have to start by recognizing that I'm a sinner Mm -hmm. and I am not worthy to be here apart from your grace. So um, we'll get into more details about that. It reminds me of what you do before you're going to receive a new sacrament. 
Go to confession. Go to confession, mm-hmm. right? So the mass itself begins with this penitential act. Again, we'll talk about this more in our next part, in the next episode on this series. Renee, thanks for being here. You bet. And folks, again, if you have any questions about this episode or ideas for each episode, the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. And until next time, may God bless you.